Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. I was listening to Sports Day last night um, and our old mate Tony Cochran was back on. Now, we're not going to talk. We know what Tony's view with Tassie football etc. is, but he did have some, he did have a couple of interesting points, which I'm interested in what you think about this in terms of the club presidents, well they, they haven't got any timelines, they haven't had much said to them all. This is what Tony said last night. Well, I'm, um, I'm like every other president, we're waiting for this uh, proposal from the AFL which is going to uh, paint the full and detailed picture that apparently the Tasmanian government have or haven't come up with so until I see that, obviously, you can't make a final declaration. Uh, we were promised that uh, sometime in the month of August, and we were promised uh, to be given sufficient time to be able to discuss it with our boards. Um, I, I still maintain that, um, you know, I, and I've got nothing against the, the wonderful state of Tasmania, and I have no problem if Tasmania have a team. My issue is and continues to be, I do not believe the AFL system um, now and in the foreseeable future can afford a 19th franchise. So that's Tony. So it is the August the 26th. So the, I mean, we were supposed to have heard that August it was happening. Now, let's filter through what Tony said. Again, he was doing backhand wax through all of that, wasn't he? Still doing what he's been doing with self-interest, et cetera, et cetera. I'm more interested about what he's saying with timelines, et cetera. What, what's your read on it? Well, I mean, it's going to roll into September, isn't it? Yep. I don't think there's any question about that. Yes. It, it is It is disappointing, you know, as a member of the Tasmanian public, that we're, we're sitting on the promises as well. It's going to be August. It's going to go mm-hmm. to vote. And so the anticipation builds and it's a talking point and it will flow into September. My fear is that the longer it flows, the more opportunity it gives to people like Tom Cochran and uh, the Collingwood president, uh, Jeff Brown. Is Jeff Brown the Collingwood president? That's I could be wrong there. Tom's yep. old man. Um, Good morning to the family. And uh, it just gives them longer to stump up opportunities to to guilt the AFL. Like I, I, I read the other day, and I'm sure everyone saw this as well. I think, and I think it was Jeff Brown produced the AFLW as as the guilt trip as oh, to man. as to why this license can't happen. Yeah, you know, and and if you want to pull at people's heartstrings, you produce a puppy dog. A it's child, true. it's true, or the AFLW. Oh, come on, <laughs> and, exactly. And so, if if this Tasmanian license goes ahead, my fear is that you know it'll it'll have a detrimental impact yeah. to the growth of the AFLW. Tactical, please, oh, uh, my gosh. please. Can we just look at this with a sense of logic? Um, yeah, it's um, it's 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 definitely dragging on. Um, we all want it to happen. I, I'm I'm not sure where it heads, David. All right, well, this was the last bit of audio we had from Gil McLaughlin. This was courtesy of 3RW on Friday. Gil talking about Tasmania. The process is coming to a head, I'd say that. We've got, um, had a meeting with the Commission on Monday and 
I think it was, it was a good, productive meeting. I've got a couple of pieces of homework which to pick up with uh, the right people. And then we've committed to then going back to the clubs, um, you know, sort of around the end of August. And I think all of those timelines will hold. I can't provide much more detail than that, but I think I think the momentum is good at the moment. But there's not going to be a Tassie team next year, is it? Oh, no, no, no. I mean, if, and this is it, Cole, if, if it happened, it'd be some years away. And again, I'm not going to speculate about exact date other than to say it certainly won't be for a few. Peggy O'Neill said on Fox Footy last night, the Richmond president, she still hadn't seen a proper proposal about a team. No, that's, none of them have because, you know, there's been discussion about the point of it. The commitment is to come back with a detailed proposal and plan by the end of August. And that's what I've, I've just said I'm confident it's going to happen. So that's Gil with his mates, Neil Mitchell, on last Friday. Um, so, yeah, look, 26th of August, as mentioned, it's clearly been delayed, Brett. Is it a situation now the AFL's kicking the can down the road a bit or is just the process just taking a bit of time? You just hope it's the process. Yep. Um, let's get it right. Let's make sure that the proposal we put to the naysayers in Brown and Cochrane and other club presidents is is strong. You know, so that it's hard to hard to deny. Um, I, I've got a question for you. What's the do we do we need uh, do we need a hundred percent of the vote to go through, or is it majority of votes uh, from the presidents the, yeah, for it to? I think from the first stage with the presidents, they're looking for an eighty percent okay. um, operation because that's not the be all and end all. Um, so yeah, look, we're not getting Tony's vote. So, so I don't think it's happening. Ooh, no, ooh, which, started, is, which is a concern because if we need 100%, I think we're in no. a bit of strife. And it doesn't matter, you know, for Cochrane and Brown, it doesn't matter what the proposal looks like. Um, well, unless, of course, there's a heap of money sort of slinging their way. Um, but, but, you know, there is. It's, it's, it's self-interest. And, and this has been part of, the, part of the conversation is around why does it sit with the club presidents? Who, who is actually responsible yeah. for the growth of the game and, and taking it forward? Yeah. Um, this vote should not sit with the club presidents because they are they Incredible. are purely interested in their backyard and their finances and what's best for their list and management and draft concessions and and we get all that like we're we're fans of existing teams we've seen that GWS Gold Coast I mean the the the, the gross hypocrisy from Cochrane is just <laughs> beggar's belief but and uh, um, but uh, yeah it's um, I, we we just want it to happen soon, but we, we want it to be strong as well. So if it means we've got to wait, Dave, let's hold off for a couple of weeks and, and just pray that, that Gil is doing the right things behind the scenes and, and, is, and is stumping up a really strong proposal from the government. 0437552535. Text in and tell us what you think about the current situation. Give us a call, 1300 Are you concerned that the timeline hasn't met or are we... Just really the process is sort of taking its time, etc. Um, Brett, another big news this week. Um, it looks well, the reports, including from myself, that the former Australian skipper, Tim Payne, is going to return to first-class cricket with Tasmania. Um, we'll get to talk to Jeff Vaughan about this and get his insight really from the coach, which would be really good to hear. Um, what's your thoughts? Yeah, my my initial thought was um, I I kind of felt like maybe Payne was just going to drift off. Um, he's got a couple of businesses, um, different little interests away from cricket. I thought maybe he would 
he would just cut ties with cricket and wander off and, um, and, and go and pursue some other things. You know, he's had nine, ten months off now from, um, you know, with, with some leave. I just wonder whether coming back is at, to the detriment of his, um, of his mental health and, and, you know, this period's been quite traumatic for him. It's, it's, it's been a huge ten months. There's been a lot go down, the constant media speculation, uh, the frenzy of that, of that second 11 game that he played in when he was you know, on his way to coming back. Um, that, that's, that's all in front of him again. Uh, tra- you know, he's turned up a training, had a hit. It's, it's across all the papers. Um, it's a talking point. Um, you know, there'll be practice matches coming up. He's going to be involved in them. It's going to be the same circus that, that he experienced last time. Um, like I said, I, I, I wonder whether just kind of drifting off and accepting that a return to cricket might just be a little bit more damaging than, than it looks and go and, go and pursue some other things. That, that was my initial thought. The fairy tale of it all is, is you know, would would be nice. He he does deserve to, to finish his career in a, in an appropriate manner, yep. regardless of, of what's happened and, and what your opinion of that is. His performance as captain and as a leader of that team, as a culture setter, um, was was very strong, um, and he should be enormously proud of that. Alongside Justin Langer, and through that alone, he does deserve uh, a farewell. But my concern is that coming back, he exposes himself to the to the scrutiny and the pressures the and again. the circus again and, and what impact does that have on him? Um, yeah, and the valid points. I, I know certainly t- it's something Tim uh, grappled with for a long time. And I think he certainly got to the stage where he perhaps thought um, on a number of occasions that, you know, that's enough, enough. But what I know with Tim is, is that he always wanted to, when his time finished with the Australian cricket team, um, which we all probably agree finished a little prematurely, is that he... He was certainly keen to go back and play another year with Tassie after that um, and potentially the Hurricanes. Now, there's no indication about what he's going to do with the Hurricanes, of course. But, um, look, he's yeah he's been having a hit for three weeks now. He's kept himself ridiculously fit, as, as you would testify. We know how much his fitness and his that sort of uh, physical health has been important to him. Um, look, he, he's... Yeah, he's really enjoyed um, getting back and um, hitting some balls, and he's been in pretty good touch from from all reports. So I think um, that's what Tim wants to do, give himself an opportunity to get back in the Tassie team. Um, I think well done. Good on him. You're right. It'll come out in the wash, these things, and whenever you make these such big life decisions, um, you know, that can go a couple of ways. I don't think there's any doubt about that. But, yeah, look, I, I think... Um, I think, and we all wish him the the very best, and look forward to seeing how seeing how he goes. I mean, he, you want? I'm interested to ask Jeff about you know in terms of the keeping aspect. I, I would imagine that he would go straight in as the first keeper because no one that's anywhere near as good as Tim, as we know. Time will tell. We've got something off the text here: oh four three seven double five two five three five. David says it's just about getting it right. He's talking about obviously the the Tassie uh, footy situation, which is right. And, it, and it, as you said, is if that is the case and they're not kicking it down the can, um, the process is perhaps just taking a little bit longer. We're okay with that. But it certainly is a, a process, you know, that I guess it, it is, it's a long process and it's drawn out a little bit. Maybe it's going to take a few extra weeks. I'd love to hear your... Your opinions on Tim Payne, 0437 552535. Will you be happy to see Payne back playing for the Tigers? And do you think the Hurricanes might want to recruit him? Let us know your thoughts 
as the morning progresses 